We're back for Pod Soup Series 2. I'm so excited. We're back in the studio. Cupboard. Closet. <laughs> Ready to go? Ready to go. Cue the music. Hi, and welcome to Pod Soup with Tracy and Michelle, fueling our podcast obsession by producing a podcast about podcasts. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Tracy. So, what's been featuring on your pod list since we last met? Oh, you can probably guess. You know I'm a true crime fan. Mm-hmm. And there's so many good ones out there at the moment, so I thought I might review a couple today. There are so many podcasts and so many true crime podcasts around, aren't there? There's mm. Teacher's Pet, Breathless, Unravel, Wrong Skin, All in the Dark. Mm, there's some good ones in there. Yeah, everyone loves it, doesn't it? I think it's ever since Serial. Everyone's jumping on that bandwagon. True. So... What ones are you going to talk about today? Uh, so, drumroll, I am going to do Dr. Death. Ah, I've started listening to this. Yeah, I really loved it. Actually, now that I've just finished it, I'm on a bit of a downer, waiting for the next one to get excited about. But this one um, is a bit scary, really. It's true. It's a true crime. Uh, well, not crime, but true story about a doctor. Do you want the blurb? Yes, the blurb. please. So the blurb is, we're at our most vulnerable when we go to our doctors. We trust the person at the other end of that scalpel. We trust the hospital. We trust the system. Uh, and we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't because Dr. Dunch was a neurosurgeon who radiated confidence. He claimed he was the best in Dallas. And if you had back pain and had tried everything else, Dr. Dunch could give you the spine surgery that would take your pain away. But soon his patients started to experience complications and all they had to protect them was a system ill-equipped to stop them madness this one's from Wondery mm-hmm. they gave us uh, Dirty John, Dirty John. Do you remember yep. that one? it's really quite uh, scary horrifying. and exciting and horrifying <laughs> traumatizing because we're talking well actually let's listen to the trailer first let's listen to this, okay. this clip imagine you're struggling with back pain for months no one can tell you what's wrong then you find a doctor. And the words that he said that I wanted to hear was, I can fix you. And, you know, those are magic words. I was in pain and somebody, a neurosurgeon, said I could fix you. You trust he'll take care of your problem. Nothing but good reports and a list of accolades that were two pages long. When you talk to him, he's engaging. He seems very intelligent. He's witty. He's charming. He'd always talk about I'm going to be a doctor. But he has this dark side that he likes to keep separate and hidden from everybody else. This is a story about 33 patients who put their trust in a prominent surgeon in Dallas. State your full name for the record. Christopher Daniel Dunch. And wish they hadn't. This friend called me and said, I believe that your doctor is on the news that uh, he has been killing patients. And it's a story about a system that failed to protect them at every possible turn. I'm trying to stop this guy from being let operate anywhere, anytime, any place. Have you ever been under the influence of any drugs during the time that you were performing spinal surgery on any patient. I take the fifth. This was not an operation that was performed. This was attempted murder. Whoa, don't take no vacation. 
so scary, right? It's like when you're watching a movie and you cover your eyes because you just can't bear yeah. to look at it. This it's podcast, I was just needed to pull my headphones out. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking metal screws inserted into Ooh. the spinal canal where yep. they shouldn't be. A dissected esophagus. We're talking holes randomly punctured through vertebrae. We're talking severed nerves his best friend went in he'd had a bit of back pain dr dunch said yeah yeah i'll help you out mate put him in for surgery ended up quadriplegic he's left surgical sponges inside people and sewn them up so it's really the investigation and the story of that happening i won't give you too many spoilers but he's in jail for life at the moment he has a life sentence what about you tracy what have you been listening to i've been listening to silent waves remember that podcast yeah, i recommended to you I did know. you listen to it i did i've listened to the whole lot what i liked it it was good it was good it was something very different yeah anyway you, you tell us about it all right this podcast is a true story it's narrated by raquel o'brien it's the story of her family and herself as she attempts to recover from the trauma of childhood sexual abuse and a father who has a very dark secret so to do so she interviews family members and goes back over her family history and it's a really interesting podcast <laughs> I was born into a perfect family. It was definitely in people's faces that we were this, like, successful family. Academic and athletic, we were all high achievers. It was like, look at how much we've done. Harry's got him in the toe, kicks it towards the goal square. Oh, he's kicked a remarkable goal! One of the goals of the year! Harry O'Brien! But behind our facade... There were dark secrets. My friend Gary called me and said, have you read The Age this morning? I picked it up and uh, there was a picture of your dad on the front page. And I thought, my God, what's that? Everyone's calling me going, hey, I just heard this on the radio, is that you? I'm like, yep, what's going on? I was like, some shit going on here. My family acted as an institution. As we know... Institutions can provide the breeding grounds for sexual abuse. And to protect their image, they silence their members. I've spent the past 18 months interviewing my family. This is the first time we have ever spoken openly about what truly happened behind closed doors. How many crimes go unreported because they are considered family business? To all individuals touched by the secrecy of familial sexual abuse, the silence is not broken until everyone has spoken. This is really quite devastating subject matter, but on the other hand, it's really positive Mm. and optimistic. And Raquel is very courageous in doing this search for understanding publicly. Yes, she's searching for answers, but it's in in real time on the podcast. So you actually get to see her journey as she's experiencing it. Yeah, and you would have heard in the trailer too a little bit of footy commentary there. And one of her family members is Horatia Lumumba, who's also known as Harry O'Brien, who... Famous AFL player. Yeah, played for Collingwood. And his search for his own identity is also covered a little bit in the podcast. And it's pretty compelling stuff. It's dark, but it's also quite uplifting. And I would highly recommend it. And all her, her family members are all refreshingly 
honest about it all. It's all still raw, and they're all and you sort of you hear that. Well, it's new for them because they haven't necessarily heard each other talk about it, and they hear each other sometimes for the first time through the podcast. They do discover things about. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. Um, it's not depressing at the end. There's actually some sort of resolution and that yeah. sort of makes you feel okay about it all. Yeah. yeah. So there's closure. Absolutely. So subscribe to this one, I would say. All right, back to you. What else have you got? Uh, well, we've listened to some cult ones before. Mm-hmm. This one is called Uncover, Escaping Nexium, and it's rising up on the charts at the moment. I think it'll become quite popular. So this organisation, Nexium, calls itself a humanitarian community, but experts call it a cult. And I would call it a cult based on listening to the first two episodes yeah. of it. Do you think it's obvious? It was weird from the get-go. It is. There's a lot of red flags but not for Sarah who is mm. the main person in this it's it's a true story about her she was a struggling actress looking for life direction she was obviously vulnerable at that time in her life and this is her inside journey of Nexium. She signed up for a personal growth workshop. She went to lots of different lectures, ended up becoming a star recruiter for the group, which she now calls a cult and she has now escaped from. Let's listen to a little bit of it now. I'm the first one to arrive and, you know, I, I know that I'm going to an initiation and I'm going to meet what she's called my sisters for the first time. And she says, come upstairs. And I've been to her home before, so I feel comfortable. And I'm going up the stairs and she says, go into the guest room and get, get naked. Take off all your clothes and wait here. And I'm like, what? And she's like, Sarah, you have to get over your body issues like it's just me and women you know it's gonna be fine sarah edmondson we met when we were two we went to the same daycare last summer i ran into her on hornby island in british columbia we both grew up on the west coast and our families would often spend summers on hornby i hadn't seen her in about 15 years and we had one of those disjointed conversations you have as you run after small children. I told her, I work at the CBC. And she replied, I just left a cult. She let the words sit there for a moment, scanning my face for a response. I laughed nervously and tried to keep my jaw from gaping open. She's like, it's, it's not something sexual, it's something weird, it's just... This is part of the initiation. Just trust me. The group she just left, the one that she calls a cult, is known as Nexium. For years, I had heard rumors about Sarah's involvement with what I thought was a strange life coaching group. Occasionally an article about Nexium, spelled N-X-I-V-M, headed by a man named Keith Ranieri, would bounce among a group of old friends. We would try and guess at what it all meant, but I never knew the extent of it. She believed that Keith Raniere had developed a method to solve everyone's problems. And they were going to use it to save the world. So you've listened to that. Well, she's earning great money. She thinks she's making a difference in people's lives. And she loves a job. Until she gets asked to join an exclusive or women's group called DOS, which would mean she would have sisters she was bonded to and they would all go and save the world. You know, they've had these 
great ideas that they would go and work and um, be involved with good causes and uh, anyway it gets very dark very quickly and this is where it gets really weird and it's kind of yeah it's a bit crazy I mean there's masters and slaves they have to be at their beck and call 24 hours a day so she's getting called in the middle of the night to answer to her master and it all sort of unfolds until there is one incident which just she cannot let go of which is quite shocking and that is the branding let's have a listen to that now she says I want to introduce you to your sisters you can take your blindfold off Dr. Roberts takes out this, like a pen that has a, a laser tip to it. And I find out that it's a cauterizing iron. She takes the cauterizing iron and just touches it, like just touches her skin. And she screams. And now she has this like little hole of burnt flesh where the tip of the cauterizing iron has cut her. And you try to lay as still as possible and just, fuck, just fucking do it. And I did. I did it. That is weird. I don't know how alarm bells weren't going for it at that stage. I'm up to around about episode three. It sort of slowed down a bit. Will I keep going? Yeah, I know what you mean. But they start to bring in like Nazi Germany and Ooh. it takes a few twists from there. So it is worth, it's, I mean, the main um, shocking part is the branding, but it's still worth listening to. There's a whole lot of celebrities involved um, and a whole lot of money that's pumped in by these millionaires. Uh, so yeah, it's worth a listen. Okay. Back to me. I'm going to talk about a podcast <laughs> called Ladies We Need to Talk, a podcast for women by women that isn't afraid to dive headfirst into the tricky topics we often avoid talking about. Now, this podcast is hosted by Yumi Steins, and I love Yumi. She's, She's great. She's great. She's really good. And she covers such a wide range of topics like um, our obsession with youth, settling for average, orgasms, pelvic floors, being single. You get the picture. Mm. Did you listen to a recent episode? episode that she did on menopause. Yeah, that one was really interesting. I've recommended that to all my girlfriends. It sort of starts deep within. It's like a wave. It kind of comes over you. Oh, this sounds hot. And then it rushes up to my head and out my cheeks. And then it runs out my arms, out to my fingertips. Like really electrifying. The thing is, is of course, you have no control over them. Wow, I want to hear more about this. And then you're just this like, oh God, I just need to really want to just take all my clothes off. <laughs> On this podcast, there is one topic that we keep getting impassioned emails about. Oh, hang on, that's embarrassing. Did you think we were talking about sexy, sexy orgasms? <laughs> no, no. We're talking about a sudden feeling of feverish heat of a completely different nature. I'm Yumi Steins. Ladies, we need to talk about perimenopause. Dr Rosie Worsley's an endocrinologist. She says perimenopause happens when your cycle varies by seven days or more. You usually experience perimenopause in your 40s, but sometimes it can happen when you're younger. And hey, if you're thinking, this isn't happening to me for a long time, listen, this info is vital for you too. Because what you do when you're younger can set you up for a better time during perimenopause. 
That's typical of what Yumi does. She gets some experts in, but she also has some lay people. And you feel like you're listening to girlfriends talk. Mm, except there's no waffle. It's not. There's no dull moments. It's all informative. Yeah, it's informative, educational, but also it's entertaining. It is entertaining. And this is one message I really liked from the Menopause podcast. What do you wish that people knew about perimenopause? Uh, just um, cut cut the woman in your life who's going through it. Just cut her some slack. You know, we're tired. So that was my main takeaway from her episode on menopause. I love it. Just cut her some slack. Okay. Cut all the women in your life some slack, Michelle. <laughs> okay. Now. If you have a podcast you'd like to recommend, why don't you visit our Facebook page? And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Like we heard from Melbourneite, who said, great show and keep up the good work. You too can help more people find Pod Soup by rating us on iTunes. You can also visit us on Facebook and Instagram. The web addresses are in our show notes. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs>